Welcome to the Cosmic Mystic Podcast, the space for healers, coaches, and conscious leaders on a mission to elevate collective consciousness. I'm your host, Danny C. Muniz, a former Catholic disciple turned eclectic witch, guiding you through the realms of astrology, spirituality, and the quest to escape the matrix. It's time to unleash the mystic within. Let the transformation begin. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the Cosmic Mystic Podcast. I am excited because I have the wonderful opportunity to connect with another beautiful soul. I can't wait for you to meet this girl. Let me just tell you, she's absolutely amazing. It's like, I think we've said this, right? Like that we are like soul sisters, right? So this is this, the guest that I have on today is Vanessa Guevara. Vanessa is a transformational coach going through her on her own death and rebirth moment when she was caught in a house fire in her home eight years ago. She vowed to transform her life and live with intention and purpose. Through her journey, she has learned so much (laughs) and through her mentors and life experience, Now she helps women who are going through their own death and rebirth find their purpose through living with intention. She also loves astrology and Danny, her mentor. (laughs) Shout out to, I love that. I didn't, this is the first time I read that. So I, yes, thank you. I've been so blessed. So very blessed to be uh, Vanessa's uh, teacher and guide and mentor in astrology. Vanessa, welcome to the show. Yay, thank you for having me, Daddy. I'm so excited. I'm so blessed that you're here. And I can't wait to see where our conversation goes. But as you know, as a listener, because Vanessa, like, <laughs> she messaged me, I think, uh, I don't remember what it was, but she, but she had listened to one of the first four episodes and she was like, Danny, <laughs> I'm loving this like new way of, of connecting with you. So, um, so I know she's a listener. So as you know, Vanessa, we have our three check-in questions. So first question, how are you feeling right now? I am feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Okay. I am feeling excitement, uh, because I am recording episodes today I'm recording interviews so I get to have these like convert it's like it's so fun like I just get to it's like wow my job today is to just show up and talk to my friends like this is fun and talk about all these cool things like I'm so excited <laughs> so it's I'm so very dope. much living <laughs> like this is our life today Vanessa this is what we get to do today isn't that fun yeah Super no blessed. no scheduled calls what no list of things that we were supposed to be doing from someone else just doing oh. your own thing you know, mm. I love it. Yes. I'm here for that every day, except for when I don't do the things that I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Talk about some procrastination up in here. Okay. Um, second question. What are you celebrating, my friend? What are you celebrating? So I am celebrating that I am almost overcoming this allergy season. Mm. It because I've had it for so long, the fact that I'm almost over it is a celebration all on its own. Because I could have mm. had it till the season's over. Because it's cedar season, and mm-hmm. cedar season ends in February. Okay. And you know, I'm 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 pretty good. I'm breathing well. I I could smell a little bit. I can taste. I I was having migraines. I don't have any migraines, uh. so I'm blessed that I'm overcoming this. Uh, these, these physical ailments that I was just going through. <laughs> well, I am so happy that you are <laughs> getting over that. I can't imagine. And you live, so you live in Austin, Texas. So I hear it's really bad up in Austin with the cedar. So yeah, I'm so sorry, my friend. Yeah. yeah everyone in my, because I, I live surrounded by trees, everyone, mm-hmm. most of the people here are affected by it. So there, like, I'll come outside and someone will come to me and give me a remedy. It's, it's a, it's a collective thing over here. That uh, is so cool. I love that. Look at that. Like the benefits of like <laughs> the collective, <laughs> that's what we're here to do. Like if we think about that, Vanessa, like, let's think about that for a second. Like that's what it was like back in the days, like 
when our soul has had these other experiences, but like back in the day when we didn't like, I'm like, I, okay, I'm going to go back to like little house on the prairie, right? Where we didn't have, <laughs> taking it back. We didn't have like these, like, I didn't have the doctor, like, right, right. Like he had to serve, we had one doctor, like serve the whole community. And so it was like neighbors supporting mm-hmm. each other, like yeah. neighbors giving remedies. Or when we even think about like, uh, you know, communities that like, lived in a village right in a small village and you know I look and think about all these t- old tv shows that I might watch around uh the Roman times or you know the Viking times or whatever like uh, these old civilizations and like they relied on each other to help community. each other it was community and like mm-hmm. that's so beautiful I love that I, I love that that's that's so good to hear that you've got that community and support around you that's beautiful. I, 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 I love my neighbors. And it's interesting because this is something that I kind of, I manifest. I lived oh. in a area. Yeah, I lived in an area in the past. I live, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And so I lived in an area where I would constantly be fighting with my neighbors because oh. the music just, it was, it was bananas. So when I manifested, I was going to come to Austin and and the type of people that I'd be surrounded with, I said, I wanted to live in neighbors that were respectful, Mm -hmm. that were friendly, that were helpful. And this is, this is, this is basically what it is. Like I'm friends with my neighbors downstairs. Like we go out. It's really cool. It's really cool. And there's boundaries, there's boundaries, right? So that's the most important thing, but like, we're all helpful with each other. So I'm, I'm really glad about that. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is awesome. Um, okay, what am I celebrating? <laughs> like oh, I'm yeah, all like I'm always like wanting to ask you more questions, but I'm like, what am I celebrating? You know what I'm celebrating? I'm cel- celebrating that I knew that like starting the podcast was going to like um bring people into my world into mm-hmm. like that. And so I'm I feel so blessed that we are almost at at, at the time of this recording, we are almost at 200 downloads, uh, for the episode, for the, for the podcast already. My oh. YouTube channel has been gaining new followers. And, yeah. And then I'm hearing like people, people are telling me like, Hey, I just referred my, your podcast to my coworker. And I was like, no. oh my God, like, yeah. Like, and I was telling my love uh, earlier today, I was like, you know, I talked to some people where before I was kind of like hesitant. I don't even, I have to look at that but I was hesitant as to, to share like the YouTube channel or to share like my website, but like with the podcast, I'm so excited to share that. I share it with everybody. I'm like, Hey guys, I launched the podcast and like, and, and I'll just like, like people that I never would have said like anything that I'm working on. I was like sharing it with them. So it's like, it feels really like, I think it's like a low barrier to entry as they like talk in like business. It's like a low barrier to entry. So it's like, I don't have any, weird feelings around it it's just like yeah check it out if you like it if you like what we talk about like cool so you know um so I would say yeah I would say that I'm um that I'm celebrating that I'm celebrating the fact that the the, the, the people the word is getting out that people are listening and the the episodes are are each getting you know more people to listen to so that yeah that's what I'm celebrating um okay go ahead and I'm really enjoying those episodes. Like I said, it's it's easier to listen to because I listen to it while I'm driving, when I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, when I'm driving around places for a long period of time, I could just listen to one episode and another episode um, plays, right? As opposed to with YouTube, you can only watch it for a certain time, but if you got to go, you got to go. And then, you know, while you're home, you could be distracted by so many things. So I really enjoy listening to the podcast. And I like that you also put the podcast on YouTube as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that YouTube gives that option and I already had the channel. So it just made sense to like put it up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, it's been fun. Um, okay. So last question for our check-in is how did you step into mastery or what is your energy around mastery right now? Hmm, Danny, could you explain more what you mean about the mastery part? 
Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is this is interesting because we're in Capricorn season, and so I always base these questions on whatever season we're in. And one of the main themes in Capricorn is mastery, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, <clears throat> I think what I think of mastery, I think of something that. I am super masterful in like something that I know how to do that comes easy for me or that I have built up this knowledge in that I've become a master of, right? Mm. I also know that there are times where I am the master of something that is actually not serving me. So like I might be the master of procrastination, (laughs) Mm. because Mm. right like I might be the master of procrastination because procrastinating has been the thing that I've been doing all week right so I could be the master if I'm if I'm looking at it and like what was I the how did I step into mastery this week I was mastery procrastination right Mm. or I was the 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 master of meditation because maybe I've been sitting every single day, right? Maybe I've been the master of self-reflection because I've been, you know, reflecting, or it could be like, Hey, I've been the master of astrology because I've been kicking ass on readings and like sharing people, sharing with people about their, you know, what's happening for them astrologically. So it's like, there could be something in our day-to-day life. Like I've been the master of cleaning, (laughs) right? Because I'm, I'm, I've been cleaning my house or organizing, right? Or I might be the master of something in like a skill that I have, um, but it's bringing the awareness, right? That's what, that's what it is. It's all about bringing that awareness. And from the second part of this is mastery energy. So like, how did, how do you even, are you relating to mastery energy right now? So if I'm talking about the master of procrastination, let's say I've been the master of procrastination this week, my energy around it, around being masterful or being a master, it can, it's probably a little negative, right? Because I'm like, oh, like I've been the master of procrastination. Like I've been putting shit off, like my energy around it. So my energy around mastery, maybe not be good on the flip side. Maybe I've been having a kick ass week where I have just been in my flow and in whatever it is that is really positive and moving me forward. And so my energy around mastery is excitement or hopeful or optimistic, right? Mm-hmm. can be so I mean when I say that I know it's like people are like oh I'm the master of this and it's like you could be the master <laughs> of something negative and you could be the master of something really positive or you're working through or mm-hmm. you just maybe stepped into a skill that you realized you're now super masterful in okay all right the help so I, I so I want to say this mastery in three parts then okay Ooh, all right break it down for us <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to mastery in the negative sense, mm. I feel that I've been I've I've mastered catastrophizing, catastrophizing <laughs> things. Right. Yes. I know how to look at a situation in the worst way and make it worse. Mm. So that's something that I'm I'm used to because of my past. Right. So I've been doing this for years and what I'm trying to master is uh, self-reflection at the moment when I have, when I'm catastrophizing stuff. Mm. Right. So what I've been doing is kind of listening to my inner guides, my intuition when they're talking to me. Sometimes it's challenging to hear. Because I'm so used to my mastery of catastrophizing, right? But once I start to really listen to my intuition, what they're saying, instead of just like blocking them off and like, oh, you don't know, because I know, because I've been there, right? But once I start to listen to the words that they're telling me, Mm -hmm. I can then find comfort in that energy because it changes the energy. I'm no longer feeling so, so anxious while I'm catastrophizing, that I'm mastering. So now I'm trying to master being more intuitive and self-reflective in those moments. Because guys, y- you can, <laughs> when you're not going through stuff, it's, I feel like it's 
it's easier to be very self-reflective and positive and like, all oh, you know, everything's going to work out for me. But in the moments when things aren't working out, it, it, you start to get into your own bubble where you're like, whatever, what, what I'm going through is what it's real. It's real. It's, it's happening right now. Right. So back to what I was mentioning about mastery. That's what I feel that I'm trying to become more of a master of by practicing it more often when I'm going through um, challenging situations. And what else I'm mastering is astrology. Uh, I feel like it's a never ending thing that I'm oh, always looking yeah. into. There's always something to, always. to check out, either the North Node or right now, now I'm focusing on Rahu and Kitu, which is both is North Node and, and, and South Node, but it's, it's in a there. different context. Yes. Yeah. So I yeah. love that. I love that. I love that you also said practice because we don't become the master until we have practiced. And so acknowledging that, like, I have been the master of catastrophe and I am moving in by practicing becoming the master of self-awareness in mm-hmm. the moment. And you're very specific. Like, you know, if, if you, if you heard her, if you really listened to what Vanessa said is that she is a self-aware person, right? She's very much in self-awareness, but self-awareness in the moment is a whole other thing. Um, we had uh, Vanessa Sexton on the podcast and she was talking about like, it's really easy, right? Like it's really easy for me to close myself off from everything and be the most happiest person ever and be in my calm and my peace and my stillness and connecting to self and connecting to right my intuition and the divine and god and angels whatever like i can it's a lot harder <laughs> when you're in life when you're experiencing life with other people when you're interacting right instead of being the tibetan monk who's like meditating all off in, in, in the mountains by themselves versus being in the middle of, you know, Austin, Texas, trying to deal with whatever is going on around you and in your life. So I love that you said that because that, that is where the real work happens, right? We might go and seclude ourselves so that we can kind of figure some things out, but then we have to come back and actually live in this human experience in this thing called life. Hey, 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 my friend. Guess what? Cosmic Alignment is open for registration. Yes, our 60-day journey to transform your life and business through energetic alignment starts February 12th. My friend, this is the simple system to help you manifest your dreams, to say goodbye to overwhelm, and hello to a step-by-step process for manifesting your heart's desire. Inside, we will gain greater confidence and trust in ourselves so that we can follow our intuition, allowing us to make those aligned decisions and take inspired action. My friend, this is paving the way for business growth, new opportunities. This is a simple daily alignment practice that you will go through that you will learn step by step how to do it we will get to do it together in our virtual community three times a week for 60 days my friend this is the opportunity for us to elevate our awareness and lead with our soul's wisdom my friend join me inside this sacred container by visiting the peace teacher dot com forward slash cosmic alignment that's the peaceteacher.com forward slash cosmic alignment registration is open we begin on february 12th and registration closes on the 18th yes <laughs> exactly mm. this is what i love about danny danny could take take what you say it just like just beautify it like oh girl yes that's what what you said girl (laughs) like I give credit to you for saying it (laughs) you gave me something to mold (laughs) 
Okay. So tell us, tell us, Vanessa, because we all have had a journey. So tell us about your journey into spirituality. Oh, wow. So it's, 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 it's been an interesting journey and me learning about astrology. I feel like me learning anything during my, during my spiritual journey has been, has been very impactful for me. So when it comes to astrology and learning about the North node and South node, it explains to you about your past, mm-hmm. right? It, and then the North node tells you where, where you're supposed to be going, right? So my North node is in the ninth house of spirituality. Isn't that interesting? And Growing up, I grew up in a Catholic church. So my mom was Catholic. My dad wasn't really going to church. So I remember going to church and just being bored out my mind. No, no shade to people who are Catholic. This is just how I saw it while going to church. That it was very boring. Um, I got baptized and and all the other First like communion, things. confirmation. First communion, yeah. yeah. The and then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there were so many, so many other things. And they would, you know, you go to church and they would have the the bells ring and then come in with these essence or something like that, these smoke essence in there. Mm-hmm. And then we go into incense. these scriptures. Huh? Incense? Okay, yeah. Incense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see, I don't even remember, but I remember that I was just like, I'm not into this. I'm so not into this. <laughs> But my mom would always take us to church, but we weren't forced. It was me and my my brother. We weren't really forced to go to church, but my mom was very heavily religious. Um, And so she was Catholic, but we were also, I'm from Honduras. So we practice another type of of religion, Um, but it's spiritual as well. So she had, we had that as well. And we, we would pray to the saints and, and things like that. But I always, I always felt like it just, wasn't my thing. I just, I just didn't feel for it, but I was always longing and looking for a higher purpose, something bigger. I wasn't sure what it was. And when I turned into a, like, I think my early twenties, I met someone, um, I, I was dating this guy and um i started to get really close to his family members and um his cousin would act would invite me to church and i'm like at that point i was i was i was looking for something i was looking for something and i i know and i know that i used to love to listen to like either motivational video something that was inspiring to me and even um there were I can't even give you the names of some, some church places that I would watch online, but anything that can inspire me, that's what I wanted. So anyway, the cousin invited me to church Mm -hmm. and when I went there, the pastor, it was a Christian church, the pastor, um, he was preaching and I felt it. I felt his message. I'm like, oh my God, that's me. That's what I'm going through. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm Christian now. Okay. I'm Christian. (laughs) So I started to, I started to, to go to church every Sunday. And then there was times that they needed me throughout the weekday. I was there for about, I would say like two to three years. I, I, I would attend every service. Now it wasn't always great. I believe. Yeah. I know that it was, there was a lot of judgment there. There there was a lot of, you know, criticizing, especially with what I wore to church. Um, I'm mm-hmm. a I'm a woman with a figure, so that that was something that they constantly told me about that I would um, I would be very tempting to the men in there because mm-hmm. uh, they couldn't focus or concentrate because of like what mm-hmm. I was wearing. So there was a lot of judgment that I would feel for myself. They started to offer me clothes. Now I wasn't going there naked. I was just going there with regular clothes, but 
Yeah. They wanted me to wear a different type of clothes. So some of them Shame, would offer. Shaming, well, the, shaming you in many, many shaming ways. Me. I, 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 I already was going there feeling kind of yeah. like, you know, away, right? Because I'm looking for something because I feel yeah. empty inside. Exactly. So it's interesting. I was like, okay, I'll I wear the- pause you really quick because it was interesting that I, so I didn't really start practicing within the church and like really building my relationship in the church until I was 18. And so through my early twenties, I was like, again, trying to, I was searching and trying to figure some stuff out, trying to figure things out for myself. And I leaned into the church as being something that could help me and support me. But I too, Vanessa, am a woman with a figure and I would wear certain clothing and I would also get shamed for it. Like I was so, and, and me, because I was, um, a cantor. So I was, I was the person up front, right. On the, on the altar with, you know, the, the father and, you know, you, you, I had to dress a certain way and it came so it came, uh, there was so much messaging that I would hear both like literal and subliminal that I would get from other women and other men. Um, and, and just know, you know, you and I are both very, very intuitive. And so like not knowing at the time, but like feeling like I'm, I'm being looked upon as very bad. And I would things, I would hear things like Danny, you represent the church. Right. And like, Oh, Oh my God. Like that's a whole lot of weight to be holding. Right. And so then, so then like, it would be like, okay. And so I remember this one day I, I was with my friends. She was having like a, um, you know how, like you have those like parties where like your friends come over and there's like a friend selling things, right. Right. You have like those parties. And so she was doing one for one of her, her friends. And she, it was a, it was a purse party. Oh my goodness. A purse party. Let me just tell you, I'm like, those were the days. Cause I used to buy all the purses cause I loved purses. And so she'd have these purse parties. And so like we would come over. And so I was wearing like these leggings and I was just wearing like a t-shirt and I was just comfortable. I wasn't trying to dress. I mean, just my girls, right. I wasn't trying to like dress up or, or anything. And one of the girls made a comment about what I was wearing as being very sexy or sexual in some way. And again, just, just a girlfriend having a girlfriend conversation. And I, like in my head, I was like, holy shit, I'm disgracing God. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That, that, like, that-, that little thing that then made me feel so bad about my body and how it was shaped and what it was triggering right to other people because I was making the men uncomfortable because I was wearing clothes <laughs> like whoa it, it, it's it's so interesting that you say that because I felt like starting to go to that church to the Christian church I got into more of a crisis a mental crisis than ever then it's prior to that, I was looking for purpose. I was looking for, for, for something to tell me, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I felt, I felt empty with, with just working a nine to five. And now I come to the church and then they're telling me that everything I'm doing is bad. And that I am bad. Mm. Now it's like, wow. Like he's looking at me. Like I'm thinking like what you say that God's looking at me and he's disappointed with who I am as a person, you know? Um, and then I, it also kind of made me, because I started to read the Bible, sis. I, I don't know if you've read the Bible from the beginning. I and I it, it, I'm like, who is this God person? Like, I I was not feeling it. I was not feeling it. So yeah. it kind of made, and I even spoke to my pastor about it. I'm like, you know, pastor... Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure about this. I'm reading a Genesis and in all these things that he's just mm-hmm. angry about us for, like mm-hmm. what, <laughs> what's well, happening? I thought God was loving. <laughs> yes, I don't, so it, it just solidified my feelings of he's already, if, if he wasn't forgiving to, to the ones in the Bible, like, 
<laughs> how is he going to be forgiving to me? And, and then my past is telling me all these things that's wrong with us. Um, and also there was a lot of like manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. Manipulation when it comes to finances, manipulation on like, who's going to get a special reading from them. Right. Cause I, I think that the Holy ghost will, will speak to people in the, in the pew and the more you're able to offer the 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 more the holy ghost can. so i felt like there was a lot of manipulation so i was slowly kind of um working my way away from the church because it wasn't feeling wasn't feeling good to me and and there was a lot of things that they required for me to go to other churches sometime or other days i they were looking for the people who had cars, right? And so they would pack up in my car so we could all go to this other church and do these things. And I remember one time I told my pastor, I was like, I can't do, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do. And he he was so like, I'm so disappointed in you, Vanessa. Like, this is for the church, right? It's like, but why I got to come out of, like, do something I don't want to do because I'm doing this for the church, and then you guys like we, we I drive you guys and then we get into arguments and stuff like I just it, it, it didn't feel very family like to me right so I, I'm gonna make the story short we're, we're almost done oh, no, but good <laughs> the my because I was in the church for a couple of years then my pastor died and then there was another new pastor in there and he had the same energy as my old pastor in in, in, in communicating with us and like you know, judgment and just all this craziness. So let me tell you the story of what happened and why I decided that I this is not going to be the church for me. So I was dating this guy and I, he asked, he, 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 he kind of like manipulated, right? He was like, oh, you know, can you, my car is not working. Can you come um, mm. pick me up at my house, whatever. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I was like, all right, I'll come pick you up. He's like, oh, I need, I need to put some, I need to get dressed or, or something. He said he needed need to do, put his shoes. Can I go in, can I wait for him in, in his apartment? Now I've known this guy for a while, whatever. So I was like, I don't know. I'm still kind of weary, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to go. So I went to his apartment. Lo and behold, he tried to have his way with me, right? And we're fighting. Yes, we're fighting, trying to get him off me. And I was able to run out his house and run into my car and I drove like a block away. Now you guys, I'm shaking, right? Cause I'm like, it, it, like, even though it didn't happen, the fact that it happened, like that, 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 that this person tried it, yeah. um, kind of like it, it freaked me out. It was just, it was, it was, it was a traumatizing moment. So Absolutely. the first person I called was my pastor. So I called my pastor mm -hmm. and I told my pastor what happened. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so why were you in his house? Oh. And I'm like, well, because he told me he had to like put on his shoes, whatever. He's like, well, what were you wearing? Like very, very, he was questioning me. And he's like, Vanessa, you know better. You know, you're not you're supposed to be in this person's house. You know, you're not supposed to, you wasn't supposed to be driving up there if you guys were supposed to uh, meet at a certain place. And I'm like, that's what I was already feeling. That that's what I was already feeling when when he yeah. when he attacked me. I was like, damn, I knew that I wasn't supposed to go to this house. Damn, I knew I wasn't supposed to. And here my pastor is telling me the same thing. And this person yeah. who wants me to call him, like when, when we're going through something, right? Yeah. So after that, I, I got off the phone with him. I started crying because I already felt bad. And then he confirmed what I felt bad about. Yeah. And something in me couldn't get me to go back to that church for whatever reason. Now I know, cause I, I, because it's like, you couldn't even be there for me at the moment that I, you, you couldn't even say, are you fine? How are you? <laughs> like, yeah, are you safe? None of that, yeah. right? How, what can I do to support you? What like... could, how can I support you? Right. Yeah. So, um, from there I, I, I stopped going to the church and then I had a complete relationship with 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 um with God where I'm like I don't know if I even believe that there's a God right because I I started to believe that I'm the only one who can 
be my own God. Like I'm the only one who can do the action. I'm the only one who's, who's responsible for everything. Right. Mm. So it really kind of broke my relationship with God. Cause I, I tried Catholic church. Didn't work. I tried Christian, this Baptist Christian church. It didn't work. So like, what is it? I'm the only one who's in control of my destiny. Mm. So I just started to, um, work in, 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 in that way, I just, you know, was going to school or going to work or having relationships with other people and not really thinking about religion or, or God or anything. But I always felt, even though, like I said, those things, I didn't feel it in my heart. I'm like, oh, I know that there's, I know that there's something, but I don't, I don't know. I, I can't see it. So how can, how can there be something? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't until I would say when I was on fire, mm. when I was on fire, which was like eight, s- seven years ago when I was on fire and I, and I fell on the floor and rolling around, just trying to get up so I can, you know, get out of fire where I finally called on him. I'm like, God, could you please help me? If, if I survive this fire, please, please. Mm. But I survived it. I did. I'm I I survived the fire. And I remember when they took me to the hospital, I was in the hospital for about a week and I was going into surgery because I had third degree burns and second degree burns on my body. Mm. And they had to, had to get a skin graft. So they had to cut the skin off of my thighs and, and put it on the worst parts of the burnt area, which was my feet. And while I was going under, I I saw a light. Everyone said that, but they, for for me, it happened. I saw a light. Yeah. And the light told me that there's a bigger purpose for me. And from there, I felt like things definitely transformed in terms of my relationship with God. I've become much more closer. I've tried different, I've tried different types of ways to get close. So I've tried Kundalini yoga, which is amazing. If anybody tried Kundalini yoga, Mm -hmm. um, meditation, uh, Buddhism, what I've learned from, from my, my, my journey in spirituality in this way is that I can take a little bit of everything from every religion and kind of put it together to make it fit for me, to make it best fit for me. So when I'm working with, I know I'm going all over the place, but listen, but when I'm working with clients, I let, I kind of reassure them and let them know that there's just not one way of connecting with God. There's multiple ways that you can kind of create a a relationship with God. So now I'm in a space in my life where, where I do feel like I'm much more connected to him without having a middleman telling me how I need to cultivate a relationship with him. I'll have the straight source and everyone has that access, you know? So I'll answer your question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so much more. Um, I I love that you said that. I did not, I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't know those things about you. So I loved hearing that. And I think, you know, I too went through when I had my own, when I left the the church myself and it was a, it was a, a decision, right. That I came to like, Mm-mm, this isn't for me. And it definitely did come out of humanness, right. It came out of very similar to you in the sense of, um, the people, because I hear a lot of people say like, you know, when I say like, oh, the church, this, that, or whatever, I would never, I, I, I will never bash uh, Catholicism or anybody who believes in, you know, goes to like a Christian church or, or whatever. I, 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 you do you right. That's awesome. Um, you're that's, that's how you're currently in your relationship. And that's great. Like, not that, that it has to change. It is what it is. I know for me that I made the decision and a lot of people will tell me like, oh, well, it's not the church. It's not the religion. It's actually, it's the people. And that, that took me, you know, some time to go through myself because I'm like, yeah, but the people are part of the church, right? Like people are, they're following the church. So I often say it's humanness, right? It's humanness. It's the humanness that caused me to leave the church because of the way that the interaction was with the humans, right? Of the church. Um, 
but I did. I was very, I wouldn't even say the word God. <laughs> I would never say the word for a very long time because I was like, I don't, I don't believe in that <laughs> because God to me was religion. And so it, it was very much like this idea that if I'm going to say God, I'm relating to it in this way. And so it took me a long time to be able like to come to terms with the relationship of that idea and saying God right now, whenever I'm setting up sacred space, like in any of my communities with any of my sessions with myself, I call upon God, our father. I'll also say the great I am, the divine, the universe, but at that like I use those words and I never would have been able to use those words um, had I not worked with that relationship and come to a different understanding mm -hmm. than what I had back then. But that was my experience. It was my journey. It's what I needed to go through to get to the point that I am now where I do call myself an eclectic witch, very similar to what you say, Vanessa. It's pieces of different ideologies, of different ways of of thinking, of, of being. It's funny, the church, right? If we look at Catholicism and I dove deep into the actual mass and the meanings of all the things that they do, it's ritual. <laughs> it's 100% ritual. The bells, right, that they're ringing, right? Um, what do we know that to be in spirituality? That's clearing energy. That's waking up spirit. That's like, right. It, it, it's a, a vibration. Um, the incense again, we're setting the space up, right? That's what they're doing. They're setting the sacred space up. There's an altar, right? Like it's it, every piece has a meaning. It's very beautiful. I think the, uh, humanness is what, is what, switch switches it or shifts it in in my perspective at least in my relationship with it and how I've seen it um 100 percent but you ahead. know it, and it and it, it, it's so interesting because what you mentioned um because I'm I'm grateful of the fact that I got to practice Catholicism right I I'm grateful that I got to have the opportunity to practice Christianity because I feel like my life path has always been to come to this relationship with God because of my North node, North right? node. Um, yeah. because like, it's interesting that I came into this world with heavy religious parents well not my dad but my mom heavy religious and this is something that we constantly were going through and then it, it was just natural for me to want to search for these things not a lot of people feel those way you know feel feel that that pull to it so I needed those as, as traumatic as some of these experiences were I yeah. needed those experience to happen for me in order to get to this place where it's like, okay, Vanessa, this is just to show you that you don't just need one thing that's going to fit you. You, 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 you'll need a, a multitude, a multiple multitude of things. You know what I mean? And what I love about working with you, Danny, is that what I've noticed is that how we working with how, how we would start um our 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 sessions would be with you setting the tone for how we're going to start our our sessions and doing the, the meditation and open opening a prayer to to God and all that so it it always feels kind of familiar like oh okay this feels good you know what i mean and and this is what i love about practicing spirituality is like you finding the right um connection right because once you find the right connection you know what really feels right for you you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. so yeah girl yeah I I think I think that's it is like you have to go and see what is for you um you know I I I decided to not I mean I did go to some Christian churches I decided not to um step into those places I chose 
to come like you within and do my own exploration and look at, right. Look at different things. And, you know, one of the very first things that I looked at kind of very much outside of the religious world was paganism and, you know, pagans get a bad, a bad rep, but they, to me, it was all about the communing, the connection with earth, with the Mm. elements, with the Mm. seasons, with like, Mm-hmm. coming into this idea of being one with nature being one with mm-hmm. the earth and the seasons and how we as humans can work through that and transpire through that and I was like whoa like flipped my whole world because I mean there's mm-hmm. seasons in the church every I don't care what religion it is there's seasons in the church um, and you can see it by the way it's decorated or by what people wear or what the teachings are. It's the same thing in Mm -hmm. paganism. It's the same thing in these other um, ways of looking at things as there's seasons within life. And I was opened up to a whole new world when I stepped into that world and brought more peace into my life than anything else, because it was my relationship. Like, nobody and and you and I are very much on the same page as this is um, we have to do what is right for us, what feels right for us. So I felt very welcomed in paganism. I felt very um, respected and um, comfortable. I felt like, you know, nobody was going to judge me for doing something wrong because I, and I was blessed because I know that there's groups out there that are not like that, right? There are groups, just like if you go, depending on the church you go to, right? You could have went into a different Baptist church and had a different experience because of the people yeah. who are running that particular mm-hmm. church, right? The same mm-hmm. idea. I could have went to a different pagan group and they, they could have totally been like rule followers. And I would have been like, oh, I don't like this paganism thing, right? But right. I was I was blessed to call in and to attract a group of people that were very open and welcoming and and wanted to teach me their ways. And I'm like, yes, please teach me your ways. And, and giving me that flexibility of doing it, how I, I felt was comfortable. And I think that's the journey is figuring out ultimately the way you want to connect with God, with spirit, with divine, with the universe, whatever, like you connecting to that source, to the oneness, like it's you discovering that, for yourself and that's the journey right like that's mm-hmm. that's the journey you've definitely been on I love it and it, it, it's so interesting that you mentioned that because uh, mentioning the intimate connection that you have with yourself I think that was one thing that I felt was missing mm-hmm. from going to the church is that connection yeah. you know yeah so yeah I love it what- I, I agree. I think, you know, there was a moment I was, um, I was in a, I was on a retreat. I was leading, I was part of the group that was uh, doing music for a retreat for, um, uh, high school kids. And cause I really loved working with youth in the church. It was, I, I still to this day love working with youth, but uh, I'm blessed to have clients that are in their twenties. I'm like, Oh, Oh, I love working with, I just love that age group because there's just, they're so open, you know, they're so open. And so these teenage kids, we were doing music and man, it's like totally like flew out of my head, uh, what the ceremony was called. It's been a long time. Um, but we were there and it was, we were basically, you know, sitting with God sitting with, you know, um, spirit. And I remember was kind of like my first experience being in that place, right? Sacred space. It was sacred space, right? We had set up sacred space. We had the music going and we were praying. We weren't chanting. We were praying. We were literally the song, songs are prayer. So we were praying and I felt like a presence, like a hand, like on my shoulder, nobody was there, (laughs) but I felt this presence on my shoulder. And I was like, that I think was the moment that I felt like I am supported. I am taken care of. Like spirits got my back. And although I didn't 
I, I took it as like God saying, right, God, God's here, right? At the moment, because that was my frame was it was God. Right. Um, right. I, I think now I might see that a little bit different, right? I might, I might think a little bit differently about that, but it definitely was this understanding for me. Like I'm supported, I'm taken care of. Um, I, I like, because I remember like, you know, the, the, the songs and like asking for, you know, that guidance, asking for direction, asking for, you know, what am I here to do? And I knew there was a bigger purpose of mine. I just didn't know. I just didn't know what it was at that time. And so feeling that like gave me that reassurance of, I have this connection. I mm-hmm. have this connection with God. I have this connection with spirit. And that was just my reassurance for me. It was just a really beautiful, beautiful moment. I will never, ever, ever forget my like first kind of coming to, to that understanding. Um, but Vanessa, so like, I want to, I want to know how did you get, because you are, um, a transformational coach. You are somebody who, uh, does, you know, you work with women and to bringing in intention, um, and, and you really call it intentional living. Um, Uh this is something, this is why we connected because we're very much on the same page on that and being very intentional about the things we do. So talk, talk to us about what, what you mean by intentional living and how that, how you come into that as being one of the most important things. Cause that's what you teach people to do. So like, talk to us about how that came for you. So the reason why I chose to work with intentional living was because of the fact that that's something that I did in order to to find my purpose in order to find what is it that I'm doing when I decided to stop just living just to live and just do things just as is and finding purpose like for for just about everything from watching tv shows I know something just as simple because everything has a reason right so you can be watching a tv show like I was really into family guy right you could <laughs> just be watching family guy. Man, I love family. Hey, hey, hey family guy <laughs> is, is, is hilarious but then I can I, at, at a point I could just know myself watching family guy, uh, right? No, no yeah. purpose that nothing, nothing brings me. Right. So you can use these things, certain things as an escape, right. And, and not be intentional in terms of like, if you're not feeling like you're, you're going anywhere, you have to be a bit intentional. So I started to, I started to, to journal more often. I started to make it a habit. I was being intentional with that. I started to meditate more often. I started to work out frequently. I I I, I love working out and exercising my body. I was really intentional on these things, on, on what I wanted to do. And what I saw transpire was a whole new opening, right? That's why I feel like intentions are so important because you're living yeah. in your purpose. You're, well- you're not trying to achieve a purpose per se, but you're just living, doing things that are meaningful to you. And as you live and, and do things that are meaningful you, meaningful to you, it opens doors to other things, right? So I'll give you an example. So as I started to manifest and cultivate, I wanted to manifest teachers. I wanted to manifest people that can take me to the next level, right? I met someone at work and she told me about an event that was happening and this woman was having an event on, what was it? I forgot what it was, but it was, it was, it was, it's namaste and slay, you know? So that was, I, I went to a group meeting and I fell in love with her and I started working with her. And from there, she, cause I was a part of her newsletter because I can't remember the coach's name as, as much as I as I'm much as I'm trying. Yeah, but anyway, Yamari. 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 I was like, thank you. Shout out to Yamari Negro. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So Yamari. I'm like, I know it's not it's safe, but what is it? And namaste. Yamari, I wouldn't forget your name, but at the moment it was just <laughs> kind of left me. Anyway, so Yamari had a newsletter, right? And in that newsletter, she she was speaking about um you know, she was going to have a session with an astrology teacher named Danny. Yes. And so I was like, oh, this is dope. And now I wasn't 
I wasn't really into astrology or anything like that, but I was open, right? And from there, I met Danny and I worked with Danny and then she opened me up to a whole new thing. Now I'm very intentional when it comes to my astrology, right? So I say all this is because it's like, you can be intentional and you just don't know in what direction it's going to lead you to, right? Mm. So, and it always opens up another door and another door and another door. So you might not be sure about what your purpose is. Like, what, what are you supposed to be doing next? But it's the journey, really. It's the journey that's, that's I feel, that's more important. And as you become more intentional of the things that you do, you'll see that journey open up. Now, I'm not saying that you you won't be able to have like fun times watching Family Guy or, or doing <laughs> things that, other things that you might enjoy. Like if if your intentions is to, let's say you want to, you know, get into shape. It's not saying that you you can't eat some of your favorite foods anymore, right? Make the, the, the healthy foods a majority, right? So it's just being right. intentional and, and, and having and having balance. So that's why I feel like, um, you know, intentional living is the jam and everyone should, should practice it. I I hundred percent agree with you. I think that for me and what came from what I'm hearing you say, like out of all that is that. Yes. Make it beautiful. <laughs> oh, now I'm on the spot. I can't make it beautiful on the spot. <laughs> um, I, what, what I hear you say is like, when we are, and I think for me, like what I've discovered with being intentional is there, I'm, I am deciding this is what I want. Like I have often said, like, you know, my own hero's journey or my own journey of being in the backseat of my life, just taking in the view to being in the front seat, but still in the passenger seat, but starting to kind of like, Oh, I have a little bit, I, I, I can help guide, right? Like I'm a co-pilot now to actually stepping into the driver's seat and actually taking the wheel, Carrie Underwood. That, that song was like my jam, Jesus. Like it was like <laughs> it was my jam for a bit, but it, but it was the, it's still to this day, it's like the idea of like, I'm taking the wheel though. It, it shifted from Jesus take the wheel to Danny take the damn take wheel. The I'm taking the wheel and I am an intentional living for me is that it's, I am taking the wheel. I'm taking control of my life. I am saying where I'm going. I am guiding this journey. And so if this is where I want to go, then what are the things that I want to focus on? Do, do I want to be intentional? Like I, when I do, we'll, we'll call family guy, the, the, the thing, but when I do watch family guy, right. I'm putting this in air quotes here. When I do watch family guy, right. Which for me is chick flicks. When I do watch, <laughs> you know, family guy, it's intentional. It's intentional. I'm intentionally choosing, knowing that I'm probably avoiding something knowing right. that maybe, mm -hmm. maybe I'm wanting to numb out because I'm overstimulated by something, right. Knowing that like, I'm intentional, like I know why I'm doing this. And I'm also <laughs> to the, to the second point of that, I'm also very intentional about the messaging that is coming at me as I'm watching these <laughs> movies as well, because you don't need the prince to come and save you. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. But but that is but but that is what it is, right? Like I'm very intentional about that time. I know what I'm making a conscious decision. It isn't an unconscious decision anymore, which was Danny in the backseat of her life. Danny in the backseat of her yes. life was making so many unconscious decisions. She was asleep. She was not, she was not even caring what was going on. She was just living and thinking that was life. And it wasn't until the wheel where I got those hands on the wheel that I could feel the intensity of what that is because it's not always easy. People don't talk about that. It's not always easy. It's the best thing you can ever do for your life. But my friend, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's easy because it's not. It's not because when you choose to live with intentions, you are also taking responsibility for your decisions. You are taking responsibility. Go ahead, Vanessa. You see why she's my teacher? <laughs> because you talking about taking the wheel. I wrote that down. 
like, oh, this this was a really, really, really great description of it. Really, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming with that right at the beginning because that was a really great explanation. It's really taking the wheel of your life, being very self aware that you're going to make those decisions, right? Yes. So yes. 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 Yeah. I'm making the conscious decision, right? Like I, I even said like the master, I mean, I, I wasn't the master of procrastination this week, but I was actually the master of planning. <laughs> but if I was the master <laughs> of procrastination, like the review, like I'm very, um, intentional <laughs> to use that word. I'm very intentional about taking time to reflect every single week. Like I literally sit down with my iPad and I have some questions and I reflect on my week and I look back because I know that if I am going to be the driver of my life, if I'm going to have my hands on the wheel, then I need to know where my hands have been. I need to know where my car has been going. Like, where did yes. it go this last week? Yep. We did um, in the retreat. There's a question that I ask and the question is up to this point in my life, what have I been focusing on? Where has my energy been? Like what has been important to me? And that is such a beautiful question. I'd invite anybody who's listening to ask yourself that question because it is such a, such good insight for us to know. Like if we use that car analogy, where has my car been driving? Where has it been going? And then saying like, oh, I don't know if I want it to be going there. <laughs> like that's the direction that I was headed. So what did I do and how can I get myself back on track? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I love that you are, because intentional living changed my life. My, it completely changed my life to be, to be conscious, to be awake, to be aware, to what it is that I'm doing and how I'm doing it and making those choices and those decisions for my life. Every day. Yes. Every yes. day, every day. And, and, I can do that. I make the choice and, and decision. And, and, and you know what I, what I love about it is that with intentional living, there's no really, there's no like ultimate goal, right? No. You're just living intentionally. So even if you fall off, if couple of days you're like I'm, I'm just not doing it you can always go back to it it's it, yep. it's so forgiving it's so forgiving it's so yep. I, this is why I, I love um living intentionally this is this has been the most consistent that I have been in my life you know and and, and it, it helps me to show up for my friends the way that I, I say I would because of the fact that I'm very intentional in terms of like what type of friendships I want to have you know, wh how, how do I, what, what kind of friend do I want to be? Right. Cause in yes. the past I wasn't as, I wasn't as reliable as I am now. And I, and I noticed I didn't receive a lot of reliable friends. Right. Mm. But as I become intentional, it's, it's amazing. I see that it, it made so many changes in my life. And so I'm always going to be consistently, um, as, as consistent as I can, because there's a lot of compassion there. It's a lot of like, okay, you know, th this is just the guy. It's, it doesn't have to be fixed. It's not a goal, you know? No, I, yeah, absolutely. I love Vanessa that you're doing this work. I'm so blessed and honored to watch you on this journey and to see, like, I saw that you, you have an event coming up and it's sold out. Like that is amazing to me that people are wanting to come and learn about intentional living and get that advice and direction from you. So I'm so, so very, uh, happy for you. And like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's beautiful. The work is beautiful. You're a beautiful soul. And I know you're attracting beautiful women into your circle. And so I'm, I'm so happy for you. I, I truly, truly am happy for you. I can't wait to see and, and, what this year is bringing for you for sure. And you guys, Danny's the freaking best. I, I love you to the moon and back. I, 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 I always tell her that. I always tell her that, but she's such a, a special soul. And I really feel like she's helped me in um, really learning more about myself and um, becoming a better version of myself. So I, I, I am a, a Cancer Sun, um, Scorpio Moon. So I'm very devoted as a friend. So yeah. I, I'm very passionate when it comes to um, Danny. I love her so much. 
Thank you, my friend. I love you. <laughs> All right. If people want to love on Vanessa, where do they go to find more about you? Where do you hang out? So you guys, you can find me in my website and learn more about um, Intention Living at www.vguevara.com. There I, I have a blog and I post on there weekly. You can also join my newsletter where you will be aware of, of my, my blogs or any specials that I'm having. Um, you can email me. Well, if, if you go on my website, you can sign up for the newsletter. And the people that are listening now, I have a workbook out specifically for you. Oh, and yes, out. you can get that by emailing me at evolve with v22 at gmail.com. Danny, okay. I think when you when you post this um yeah. it'll be in the show notes. We can put it in the you show gonna, notes. Okay, you. okay. Yeah. Okay. So yes. you'll see her, you'll see her website. I know she also posts on Instagram and yes. um you can also get that. Get on her newsletter. I was actually reading her newsletter earlier today. She's talking about some mistakes and she's got some blog posts on there. She also sells tinctures, my friend. I know we didn't get into that, but she also sells tinctures, so go check out her her tinctures as well. Uh you know, natural living, natural healing. That is what we are all about here. And so, um Vanessa, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Um we look forward to having you come back and talk more uh, and tell us how your journey is going. So we'll have to schedule that. But um, thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day, everyone. And remember to keep shining your unique light. Mm -hmm.